Hi everyone, I'm Gabby. I'm Danny. And I'm Manny. And this is Oye, Let's Talk. Today we're going to be talking about the term Latinx or Latinx is how some people pronounce it. There's a lot to unfold when it comes to this term. It's relatively new, but not everyone is on board with it, whereas other people are diehard fans, much so that the dictionary has even adopted it. But I think the root of the cause is the generational differences. Agree? Disagree? I definitely agree that it's a generational difference. Um, I think there's a lot of controversy because I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand what it means in its entirety. Um, and I think that it became more prominent as we became adults in college. So I think that's my I, initial I, take I on agree. It. I, I, can't even, I can't even imagine describing to my parents what Latinx means. I don't know if they've heard it before. I've never personally spoken to them about it. I don't know if you guys have, but I can, I'm like 90% sure that they've never heard the term. And maybe if I tried explaining to them what it meant, I don't know if they would entirely under, understand. So I think there's a big, there's definitely a big generational shift because I feel like even educating older generations on this is kind of like a gray area. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah, I can definitely agree with the fact that explaining it to maybe like my grandmother, who's the who's an immigrant, or my father and mother, who are like first generation immigrants. I just tried to explain to them like basically the the gender neutral term, um, and they can't wrap their minds around the fact that gender is something binary you know that it's man or woman like they can't understand why there's right. so many different types of genders or identities much less for them it's race race ethnicity man or woman mm-hmm. so i think that's kind of part of the generational difference is that there's a new wave of social consciousness of people being aware mm-hmm. of the different types of people there are out there and you know i feel like racism was a huge talk for a really long time but as the world has become more integrated that you're no, almost no one is just 100% anything. They're mixed with um, two other different types of races or ethnicities. I think now people, in my opinion, society was ready to dive in deeper to another layer of identities. Let's talk about it first. Like, when did we really first hear the word? I think I heard it when I was a freshman at UF and I started meeting more Hispanic and Latino individuals. And I became a little bit more involved with like the Hispanic Association um that's when I first heard about it and I actually did talk to my parents about it when I first heard it and they couldn't understand it they're they were like this is kind of dumb like why are you guys creating random words out of thin air was basically the feedback <laughs> I got <laughs> wow yeah. real talk, <laughs> real talk. Um, okay, I you know we're I think we're a little, we're all a little biased because we all went to the same school. So <laughs> we're, I, I feel like we all probably have the same point of interact of, you know, intersection with this word, because I remember, I think it was definitely either my junior or senior year. And I think it was, I think it was my junior year where I heard that word. And I remember talking to my friends about it and, you know, kind of just like, is this, are we going to change the entire language now? Or are we going to, you know, now every gender is just going to end in an X you know, so some people, you know, some people thought it was just kind of funny, um, but I don't. It 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 just it then it just kind of became mainstream, and that's it. Just it started becoming the norm, and then right. I felt like if you weren't using this word, you weren't 
woke, I say. Just to say it like that, we weren't woke enough. Because I remember even, like, I was hosting this program, and it was about Latinos, Latinx in the media. And then the way we marketed it was, you know, saying Latinx. We were saying Latinos, Latinas in the media was Latinx. So, like, at that point, and that was, I think that was my senior year. So, at that point, it was already pretty mainstream where this is what we're adopting. You know, this is the way that our woke cells are going to use. I don't know. That's how I thought about it. Okay, so like maybe unpopular opinion, but I actually came across the word on Tumblr first. What? Really? I, okay. Yeah, and I I vaguely remember because to me it wasn't a huge deal, and I wasn't quote unquote woke enough at that time. But I think it was like my freshman or sophomore year of high school, and I just remember coming across it because I was always interested in like exploring that identity for myself. <laughs> and then yeah, it definitely like grew mainstream in college and I always thought that it was only like a particular sector of my friend group because I was with that group that everyone mm. liked to talk like put their identities uh. or basically wore them on their arms like they felt like it was a big part of their college career mm-hmm. so I was um actually it was in time of transition when La Casita was going to be opening up a new space at basically the student union center at the University of Florida, and there was a huge argument and proposals going on about renaming it from Hispanic Latino Affairs to Hispanic Latinx Affairs, right? Yeah, yeah. And th- that's I think we should, tell I our, we should tell our listeners what La Casita is. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, so th- I, I was going to dive into that for a little bit. So at the University of Florida and, for instance, most other universities that have a, a large Hispanic Latino presence or Latinx presence for the purpose of this podcast, um there are some sectors of either student life or the, or the admissions process that focuses on serving um, Hispanic Latino students. So at UF, we had literally this house, La Casita, that's what it translates to, a little house across the street from campus that eventually became institutionalized and part of the university. So it was going through a rebranding effort, and actually right now it's being rebuilt So through the rebranding efforts of a new logo, like to match it more with the student union, basically to be bring it more visibility, there was a whole proposal process about calling it Hispanic Latinx Affairs instead of the Institute of Hispanic and Latino Cultures. Uh. And I just remember that being like a very heated argument and administration just not being about it. And Uh. that's where I saw most of the generational difference because I remember I had recalled seeing the word so many years ago on Tumblr and I don't know what 40 or 30 year old is on Tumblr looking at that stuff (laughs) (laughs) but I was thinking like oh wow like the times have caught up so actually to give you all a little more history the first time the word started becoming more um, widespread online and through social media was in 2004 so for me that was when I was in fourth grade (laughs) (laughs) I thought about him like I really don't think this word really took hold until like maybe 2015 But uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary actually, like, just adopted the term last year in September. Hmm. So it's it's an official term in terms in at least here in the United States. But all three all three of us identify as either Latino or Latina. And I was thinking about it like Latino and Latina is only really a term that's here. My grandmother explains that that's a very. She's from Panama, but she explains that that's very much a term used in this country because she's like, if you go to Panama and someone's from another country, they don't say I'm Latino. They say I'm from Cuba. I'm from Argentina. I'm from Panama. Mm -hmm. 
So it's more about nationality as opposed to ethnicity. And she's like, that's very much an American thing. What are y'all's thoughts on that? And if you really think about it, the term Latinx is an American slash U.S. English term. It's not. Nobody else understands what that is elsewhere. Right. Right. No one knows what that is. So then actually, I remember like doing research on it when, again, doing this whole proposal process, like looking into both sides. But it seems like some Hispanic or Latino scientists, like especially in Puerto Rico, would use the term, but they would write the X in their science notes only to like not have to explicitly explain Latino or Latina. Uh. So it seems like they used it, but more. And again, this is what Merriam-Webster's dictionary, their thought process of adopting the term was that it was basically used either online or in academia, but academia for shorthand, not because... Mm-hmm. They were pushing this as an identity. Uh, Interesting. I just don't know how, like, French or the other romance languages handled it. So, Gabby, you were just asking about the romance languages. When mm-hmm. I was doing research on the topic, so most romance languages, which, you know, derive from Latin, are gendered. And there are some, there are some languages that have gender, like a gender-neutral nouns. And there are some languages which gender neutral is different from genderless. And basically, you know, American can be considered genderless in the sense that we say, you know, a pencil, a car, whereas in Spanish, which is a romance language, well, all those items are genderized, el lapis, el auto, you know. So um, it got me thinking, you know, does, does this, if we as humans have created this system you know unbiasedly it's i don't think at any point you know in creating language you were like maybe maybe it was i don't know but it got me thinking to how this language how this gendered language plays into our daily lives and whether this you know branding latinx will help us as a society there was a study that said um a study looked at languages around the world and found that on average countries where gendered languages are spoken ranked lowest on the scale of gender equality so the study found a correlation between you know having these gender languages and uh gender equality with nations that had genderless languages and found less disparity among those sexes what do you guys think i feel like there's certain words though in spanish that are they're not genderless but they're gender neutral like if you say los latinos like yes it's like a masculine yeah like a masculine but it's supposed to describe yeah but it's supposed to describe both groups you know so i think that's where the argument also lies like why can't you just say latino and have that encompass both does that make sense which it did it really it 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 obviously for the for our entire history i think latino was always encompassing that group but i feel like at some point but then again it goes back to the whole like but there to some people it's not just two right it's not just men and women it's there's a whole spectrum, right? It's how you choose to define yourself. Right, right. So actually, like, Manny, that, I, please send me that study because I'm very intrigued because I didn't even think about, like, how they would rank, how countries that would have gender languages would rank low in terms of gender equality because that makes hmm. so much sense. Yeah. I, I dived into linguistics a lot during my undergrad career thinking it could become a major or even a minor. <laughs> and... and <laughs> Let me tell you, it's really hard. But anyway, yeah, it's super I just, hard. 
<laughs> I just remember thinking, um, or I remember learning how like certain languages, like it, the language changes over time, right? Like a pigeon uh-huh. language can become an actual language. So that's how we have Creole mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I, and for instance, one example was Presidenta used to mean wife of the president. Now Presidenta uh-huh. means female president, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember a professor just explaining, like, think about how much the times had to have changed in order for people to accept that there was a female president and change the definition of a word. Right. So I think that's what we're experiencing here as like we're as other countries are um, achieving gender equality, like that may be in these Latino countries, these Latin American countries. But in the United States, I would like <laughs> to hesitantly say that we're a few steps ahead of that, that we're looking at other identities and like diving deeper. Our society has progressed in different ways. And I think it's mostly because like a majority of the United States is educated and we are a first world country, et cetera. Like it's easier to look at social issues and bring them more to light as opposed to corrupt politics and what may have you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) True. The juxtaposition there. But um, actually, I was wondering, can you any of you give the definition of Latinx? Uh, Is (laughs) Is that me? Like what? No, 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 like, no, 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 like, either way, like, can either of you, like, how would you define it? Like, what's your definition for it? Because I feel like it's, it's a non, it's a non-binary term that describes all descendants of Latin America. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's the best. I don't even, I, funny enough, we're talking about Latinx. I don't think I ever looked up the actual definition of it, but I think that's, that's what it is, right? Yeah, I, that's our understanding. But when I was looking up the definition, I saw a few others. Like the most common things is that it's a gender neutral term, mm-hmm. non-binary to- term. Mm-hmm. And then it was like whether or not the definition chose to include it. It was for U.S. born individuals with Latin American heritage. Oh, what? It's it's for. Yeah. Or it's for um, a, hu- a population of the un- of the United States or it's for queer individuals. Like I just thought that it was interesting what? that that's very specific. Yeah, exactly. I don't so, think I agree with that. <laughs> I think when you hear the word Latinx, I don't automatically assume that it, like that person it was born in the U.S. or was born elsewhere. I just think they're from Latin American origin. But right. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But no one else would identify. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm, I don't know. Like, the fact that it's a, a U.S. slash English term doesn't necessarily mean that they're, I don't know, that it's like geared toward U.S. born citizens so it's funny because as i read it i i do i'm going to disagree with you because i do feel like it's for the u.s born because really i i was trying to find okay so like my grandmother's panamania right panamanian so panamania because she's a female and she identifies as such and my mother identifies as guana cuban a female cuban and my dad's like yo soy cubano i'm cuban Mm -hmm. a man and I'm like, okay, so let me look for these ter- these gender terms with an X with it. And I didn't really see any. No, so no one's like, exist. I'm Cuban X. Like, no one no. has that. So I'm like, maybe it is for U.S.-born individuals or people that feel, like, removed in that form. Because I asked my mom, I'm like, would you ever identify as Latinx? And she's like, well, no, I'm a proud woman and I identify as such. And then, you know, I have a gay cousin. I asked him, I was like, what do you think? And he's like, well, I still identify as a man and I have friends who don't identify as either, but I don't feel, I feel like they would more likely adopt Latinx, but it's because they were born here. And that was his exact phrase, because they were born here. Okay, but let me, let me ask you this, or let me mention this rather. 
Um, to play devil's advocate, if you, like, I'm sure we've all heard the term gringo gringa, right? Yeah. Like, I was born in the U.S. I consider myself, I guess, Latinx because my parents are from Hispanic or Latin American countries. Um, but I don't define myself as gringa. I actually feel kind of like that's an offensive word to me. And I don't think that people who are, are born here define themselves as gringos. Does that make sense? But it's a term created by Spanish-speaking individuals to describe people who are not from a Latin American country. So, like, it's different because Latinx was reclaimed by people born in the United States, or for the most part. It was made by the Latin population here in the U.S. So they created the term, and they're claiming the term. Well, Whereas, they created it after the term Latino, Latina came about, because if we're saying that that term isn't used abroad, it was created here, then Latinx is derived from that English-speaking term that, I guess, people here but created. That, that proves my point even further. In the United States, we're the ones who created Latino, Latino, what may have you, and all these terms to kind of put a blanket statement over anyone that comes from a Spanish-speaking or Latin American country. And that's kind of the point of the term Latinx, is that these individuals that are now live in the United States wanted to, I don't want to say expand their identity, but like hone in on it to be either more inclusive of others who may identify as Latin in some way or form, but maybe not with a gender binary. And that's why I think um, more people have caught on because, again, it's a social awareness of, okay, we all may share similar ethnicity, but we all don't share the same gender identity. And that's okay, too, because we already accept that as far as ethnic or racial ties go, we're all different. But so wait, is the term, according to you, used only for individuals who simply are like in the U.S. or that they were only born here? Oh, I see your question. I don't know. That's my thing. Manny, what do you think? Like, do you think it's only for U.S.-born individuals? Because for me, I kind of err on the side of if maybe not U.S.-born, but, like, they live the majority of their life here. I I think it is. And the more, like, I'm I'm really quiet because I'm just thinking. Because originally, when I'm looking into this thing, it's kind of like, you know, we we said at the beginning, Latino, Latina is an American-made word. It is, you know, it's made by us. And then I'm like, why did we create this gender? It, it's our fault that we created this gendered, you know, this gender binary to begin with. We created ourselves because we said it doesn't exist in Latin America. It just exists within here, within our context. So it got me thinking, why didn't we change it? And that's literally exactly what we did. We changed it to Latinx. <laughs> like <laughs> this whole time. Yeah, no, this whole time I'm like, we created this problem. Like w- w- we need to think about a new word to you know, to describe this. And it's literally that it's Latinx. And I think, I I mean, obviously, I feel like with any change, when I first came out, I was just kind of like, little hesitant, you know, bringing up that argument of like, okay, so are we gonna change the entire like, a lappy x or, you know, those niñex, you know, are you are we gonna, it just doesn't roll off the tongue. So it's not practical, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I guess to describe this certain, you know, to describe us, I and I it's it's like Gabby just keeps going back and saying, it's just our social awareness. We we're most we're more socially aware. We are now encompassing, you know, all views. You know, I I think it's just it's 
I, it really is. I, I think you hit it on the nail on the head with that. It's we're just socially more conscious. We've changed our, our views, and that's. I think that's where it's moving to. Like that's. I think it's gonna be main. Like it, it's pretty much mainstream now. I feel like it's gonna just continue to grow, and our future generations are gonna adopt that. So, with that being said, um, I wanted to ask, how do you each identify? Like, I think I definitely consider myself Latin X. I think it's part of who I am. I wouldn't say it necessarily defines who I am. Yeah, I think I'm on the same boat. <laughs> I just <laughs> literally, I fin- I literally just finished talking about this whole encompassing word. But it's still a little strange to be like, I am Latinx, you know, like, is that, is that, is that how can you kind of feel, Danny, also? Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes, and also because I feel like I'm just from all over the world, kind of like I have so many different influences and backgrounds. That you don't want to, okay, you don't want to box yourself in that just one day. Exactly, exactly. But oh. if we're just talking about in terms of like defining yourself as being Latino, Latina, mm-hmm. Latinx, then mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, for me, it's the same thing. It's the same you're concept. Like yeah. Wait, yeah, what? yeah, and like, are you like apprehensive to be like I am Latinx instead of I am Latina? No, to me they're used interchangeably. You use it interchangeably. Mm. Yes. I don't. I you know I I think Latinx I use more like writing it than actually verbatim saying I am Latinx. Like I don't think I would say I'm Latinx. I would just still say I'm Latino. Does right, that- but you, but if somebody asked you like upfront, like, hey, do you consider yourself Latinx? Like, oh yeah you, you'd be like yeah, yeah, yeah i mean yeah it's the same thing but yeah i right. know what you mean yeah I, th- I think in terms of speaking to family i wouldn't use the word latinx mm-hmm. because of what You're we were talking about earlier right, yeah. that's funny because i think i we all are kind of in the same space because <laughs> i i'm a i'm a very proud woman like i've i've really explored like my femi- my feminist identity so I re- I'm a really proud Latina. So if people were to ask me, I would say I'm Latina because I really want to claim the woman aspect of it. Mm, okay. But if someone were to call me Latinx, like I wouldn't be upset. That's just not my first mm-hmm. term that I would use mm-hmm. to identify. Right. right. But, oh, but you know, you make an interesting point because just because you're Latinx doesn't mean you're anti-Latino or Latina term, right? Like you can, I don't think someone who wants right. to adopt the Latinx term would be mad at you for oh, you're identifying. No, I think on the contrary, it's more in terms of inclusivity. Like for those who do feel like they're not uh, necessarily pinned in a box. Same thing when you like introduce yourself using your pronouns, like my name is Gabriela Nunez, she, her, hers. Mm-hmm. I, that's how I identify and that's what I want to do. Um, but if someone were to say that their, prona- their pronouns were they, for instance, then I'm like, all right, well, he's identifying as, or I'm sorry, they are identifying as Hispanic. I know to use the term Latinx with them, but you know, obviously like things aren't always as transparent when you come across people the first few times in life. Mm -hmm. That's the unfortunate reality. Well, just to kind of wrap this up, um, the definition for Latinx, which by the way, is an English word because X is not pronounced X in Spanish. Um, Latinx means of relating to or marked by Latin American heritage used as a gender neutral alternative to Latino or Latina. This is according to Merriam-Webster, which I sourced um, this dictionary a little bit earlier. If you're ever interested, they always have like a bunch of history on words and why they add them and stuff. So it's always very interesting. Um, They say the first known use of it was in 2007. And I don't know, like, it's, what, 2019? We're going into 2020. I don't think it's going to disappear. I won't be surprised if I see some other gendered terms 
coming up with an X or other people adopting it. I've already realized that people, instead of doing Miss or Mr., put MX just to kind of address everyone if they're unsure oh, really? about that person. Yeah, like that's slowly becoming it. And then I <clears throat> would trace back to the whole Latinx thing. So interesting. let us know how you all identify. Let us know if you think it's a good idea. If you have other notes, please drop them below. Like, we'll be glad to hear it. And thank you for listening to Oye, Let's Talk. Oye, Let's Talk.